Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Welcome to this podcast episode. In this episode, we are joined by Sister Iman, who is an educator and entrepreneur. She is passionate about simplifying spiritual and conscious family living and parenting. Assalamu alaikum, Iman. Welcome to the podcast. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Thank you for the introduction, and it's my pleasure to be here. So we would like to ask you a few questions about what you do as an educator and entrepreneur. We would like to begin by asking you about your journey to becoming an entrepreneur. So first of all, how important do you think it is to have a growth mindset for women in order for them to take the leap and achieve their goals and ambitions in life? Wow, that's a very powerful question. I think when it comes to growth mindset, We know to have it, but it's hard to practice it. Um, we know that, it, you know, all the amazing benefits of growth mindset and how it helps people, you know, thrive in their lives, whether professionally or, you know, personally. But when it comes to the practicality of it, I think that's where we usually get stuck as women because there's so many variables and factors to consider. But I think ultimately it just comes down to the idea that you will never be able to accomplish anything if you are fixated on the idea that you you can't achieve it or you can't do it, or if can't is part of your vocabulary. Personally, I struggled with this, especially once I got married and I became a mom, things just got harder because now my days are filled with you know, chores and children and caregiving and all the things. And you rarely have time for you to do the basic necessities for yourself, like, you know, taking a shower, eating a meal on your own. <laughs> All these things that we used to take for granted become hard. So when you're faced with this kind of you know, dilemma, it's easy to kind of maintain that fixed mindset to tell yourself, I can't do it. Obviously, I can't achieve my dreams. I can't you know, uh, go after my goals or ambitions because life is not letting me do it. And sometimes you don't realize that that's exactly where the fixed mindset comes to play. And it takes a lot of effort and support to kind of break that cycle, to tell ourselves that if I can't find time, I'm going to make time, I can do this. So at the end of the day, I think growth mindset is where you need to begin to achieve anything in life. Thank you so much, Sister Iman. It was such a beautiful answer and it strikes personally with myself as well. And I totally understand that a lot of people have different mindsets, but in order for them to try and develop a growth mindset can be a bit of a challenge. And it's the way you think as well. So however you think is the way your actions, whatever actions you will take and you will continue on this journey. So I'd like to ask you, what were some of the barriers or roadblocks you faced and how did you overcome them when you were on your journey towards becoming an entrepreneur? Wow, that's another great question. Um, I think some of the barriers for me was mindset. So starting there, changing my mindset. It had to start there because if I didn't, then I don't think I would have accomplished what I've accomplished now. So I really had to take a real hard look, you know, and self-reflect in my life, in the person I am, who I want to be, what I want to represent. And kind of once I figured that out, which took a lot of work, I think sometimes we undermine how much work that requires because it requires a deep understanding of yourself, 
a deeper understanding of your goals and ambitions and your why. Like, why do you have them? Why do you want to achieve all these things? Because that's essentially your foundation to building your goals and your dreams and pursuing them in the end. So to do that, for me, it that meant talking to people, to coaches, to therapists, to counselors, to family, to really understand myself better, to understand why I have these goals and dreams and to basically strengthen my why. Some of the other roadblocks were time, right? So again, like I said, you know, running a household is not easy. So finding that time was hard, but was it doable? Yes. And it was only doable, again, because of my mindset. And eventually things like disposable income. So that's, I know that's another road roadblock we face. I know a lot of moms or women, uh, once they have babies, they start to stay home because they want to, you know, give care for their children. And especially if you live in Canada, daycare prices and childcare prices are insanely expensive here. So a lot of women are kind of, it makes sense financially for them to stay home. But then again, when that happens, you're living off of one income and then you just don't have the flexibility to become creative or to pursue your dreams, whether that's in the education realm or, you know, entrepreneurship, whatever it is. So these were like small roadblocks, but the interesting thing about roadblocks is you overcome them one at a time. Again, if your mindset is right, you will overcome them because you won't see them as you know, roadblocks, instead, you're going to see them as an opportunity to cross, like something else that you need to, you know, cross off your list that you're going to figure out that it's not a big deal. And that you still have the potential to reach your dreams. That's a wonderful answer. And we can definitely agree to that. For example, we mentioned having the correct mindset as well, because that's the foundation for everything else we do in life. If the mindset is correct, if the mental attitude is correct, everything else will become so much easier. Not entirely easy, but much easier than if we did not have a growth mindset, which you talked about in the beginning. So I would like to ask you, because you also touched upon an obstacle, possibly being an opportunity for us to grow, Something else that can be an opportunity for us to grow is failure. So I'd like to ask you, what is your biggest failure and how did you learn from it? Wow, like, you know, <laughs> your biggest failure, that's such a deep question. Because <laughs> you're wondering, um, are we talking personally, professionally? <laughs> but either way, either way, you know, I honestly do not believe that there is such a thing as a huge failure. Growing up, maybe it's the way my mom raised us. She would never let us think of failures as a negative thing. For us, failures was a way to pivot and think of a different way. It was never a bad thing. It was just a learning curve. Okay, so this didn't work this way. Okay, well, let's figure out a different way. Um, another thing that we were raised with was, you know, if it gets hard, just take a break. Don't quit that was a huge thing that my mom also was a huge advocate for. So I think those things played a role in my adult life because even till this day, if someone were to ask me, what's your biggest failure? I would say there's none. There's mm -hmm. only learning opportunities because every, like we said before, roadblock or any obstacle that we're faced, it was just a way for you to get better. It's a way for you to fall, but pick yourself back up 
because now you learn something new. Imagine if there were no failures, how would we ever learn from our mistakes, right? I mean, you wouldn't be able to become successful. You wouldn't be able to reach new heights if you're not failing at some point, learning from it and growing from it. So I don't think there is a failure, but like you said, there's obstacles, there's roadblocks, and it all comes down to how you look at them and how you perceive them. Your perception is powerful. And I think that's how resilience is also built, right? Based on our perception, our positive frame, uh, our positive framework, right? Mm -hmm. Of how we think. And so that's that. But if we, let's get technical. So for example, if if I'm going to give you an example of a failure of, or maybe how some people would see it as a failure was before COVID, I had launched a small shop. It was a gift shop. It was called Mixed Goodies. It's still called Mixed Goodies. (laughs) I shouldn't say it was. But at that time, that's what it, and I did my whole launch and everything, and I was so excited. And subhanAllah, right after the launch, COVID hit. And when COVID hit, um, I didn't feel ethically comfortable to continue with the shop only because my suppliers were overseas and I didn't want to take any risks. So I closed down the shop and I cut the losses. But see, at that point, people would have said, oh man, you know, you failed at this. And, and it could have felt that way. But to me, it just felt like it's okay. We're going to hit pause. Let's see what happens in a few months. And maybe inshallah, Allah will open a door and we'll pick it up again. And that's exactly what happened six months later. So I think the idea of failure is something that we need to reframe as a society, to frame it as a positive thing and not necessarily a negative thing overall. Thank you so much. That is a really powerful example that you've given us about your your shop that you had, you know, it was all ready to go, all ready to launch. Uh, SubhanAllah, when, when things, you know, there's always a timing for everything. And sometimes other people would have probably taken that and got really, you know, upset about it. And a lot of the times when failure does hit people, they feel really overwhelmed with all these emotions that they're feeling all all of a sudden, all at once, all these different emotions. And they just don't know how to respond. So the way your response was is is so inspiring. Um, uh, Listening to you, um, Sister Iman, talking about it, Um, which brings me on to the next question. What have you read or listened to that has inspired you more so when you've just given us that example of of your shop that's kept you going? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Like I said before, I think for me, part of how I was raised has a lot to do with who I am today and the mindsets that I have. So I really had to give that up to my, uh, I was raised by a single mom and She's, she was, she's also an educator and she's also a businesswoman. So I learned a whole lot from her. So if, if I'm listening to anybody, it's her first because she's impacted my life in a in monumentous way. But then there's also support, support groups, having good friendships, having a good support system within your family. Um, and I think I'm just blessed enough, alhamdulillah, to have that in my life, whether it's my husband, who's my biggest supporter, my, my sister's. Uh, my friends who are also entrepreneurs. But you know, the thing with a support system, it's something that you built. I think sometimes we forget to talk about that. We, we hype up support a lot and having a village a lot, but we don't talk about how we even begin to create them. And it's all about making those genuine connections with people. There's a ton of friends that I have on Instagram that I've never met in my life, but subhanAllah, they are my biggest cheerleaders and biggest supporters. 
and it all started with just having a genuine conversation with someone and, you know, being there for someone during their difficulties and, you know, cheering them on during their, you know, highlights, highlights of their lives. And that takes time and it takes effort and it takes years to build. You will not have a support system, you know, overnight, right? So you need to work on it. You need to build that and make sure that you make time for it because it's so, so, so important for your growth and development. We're human beings. We're social people. We can never get anywhere on our own. But aside from that as well, I am a content junkie and knowledge junkie. So I am constantly reading a lot, listening a lot, uh, researching and things that interest me. So I think that's another thing. You have to build that habit of learning on your own, self-paced learning, independent learning. I think that's a skill that sometimes we don't acquire, especially when you go to school and you're taught in a certain way. You know, you're taught through a teacher and instructor and then you go to university, you're taught by a professor. But then I think later on in life, we start to, to learn to create some independent habits for learning. And I think that needs to continue. Like it cannot stop in school or university because the more you're learning, the more you're growing every single day. So I think all those things combined is kind of what inspires to keep going every day. Thank you so much for that answer. We definitely agree with you on the point of continuous learning and advocate lifelong learning as well, because we can never stop learning and there's no end to learning. And having a support system is also very, very important in life. And when we talk about women, especially, we can see that they have different roles and there are different responsibilities that they have to fulfill, different things that are expected from them. And when we talk about mental health and a vision for women, I would like to ask you how important it is to cultivate mental health, to really be conscious about mental health and take care of it. What factors do you think contribute to optimal mental health? Wow, yes, yes. Mental health is honestly, it's the most important thing. Um, if I learned anything throughout the years is to really put it in my priority my priority list number one is taking care of your mental health because if that's not taken care of forget everything else forget the dreams forget the ambitions like you will have a hard time getting there and even if you do it's going to be in an, in an unhealthy way so I think it's important to cultivate your mental health and there's many factors that contribute to it um, I think most of it has to do as Muslims with the deen personally that's where I cultivate my mental health to be honest with you, because there are so many things that happen in life that make you question a lot of things, things that happen outside of your control that make you question your existence. And if the dean is not there to anchor you, I don't know what is, right? And so beginning your journey, whatever it is, in your dreams, your ambition, pursuing all these things, but all of this, I believe, has to be anchored somehow and grounded by your deen, by your religion, by your belief in Allah and doing things for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because there's going to come a time when even if you do reach that success and fame, it will not, fame, whatever it is that you're seeking, it will not mean anything if it's not done for the purpose of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because we are here for only one purpose and it is to worship him. And I think grounding Everything you do back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala just gives it a certain sweetness. Uh, it gives it a certain inner peace. 
And I think inner peace and mental health are connected. Whenever you feel that inner peace, usually that means that you are mentally well. So for me, it has a lot to do with spirituality when it comes to your mental health. That's how I define it and perceive it. But also there are additional things that you can do to cultivate your mental health and, and kind of find that optimum mental health for yourself is creating boundaries. I found that to be one of the most important things for myself, for my life, because we all come from different walks of life. So we all have different challenges. But to me, it meant if I was going to be a mom and a wife and a sister and all these different roles, it meant that I had to create healthy boundaries with each and every role. Because if I didn't, things would mishmash. And this is where my mental health would suffer because I wouldn't find the time for myself and my well-being and my own happiness and my own dreams. So I think that's also very important. Well, subhanAllah, thank you so much for that. You are so right. Spirituality for me and I can say for Mariam as well means such a lot. And it's all about the intention. Having the right intention will lead to the correct thoughts that you have and also with the correct mindset that you develop. And through lifelong learning and learning new things that will just continue to expand. And, you know, knowledge is, you know, I, I always associate a person like as a sponge you just the more knowledge you have the more developed a person is the more aware they are as well of everything and that links in a lot with mental health and then further on if they've got for women especially when they've got strong ambitions and a vision that will definitely link in there and I totally agree that you know we have to prioritize this as number one and you know to cultivate it spirituality for me is top of on my list as well so iman i wanted to ask you what are some of the things that you think stop women from achieving their ambitions and goals that you have noticed i think women stop themselves most of the time uh because it could be lack of confidence lack of self esteem lack of support what i mean every woman faces different challenges. So some of those things can just mean different things to different people, right? But I think mostly it comes down to belief in yourself. I think we struggle with that as women because we doubt ourselves a lot, right? I think naturally we are caregivers. So we tend to because we prioritize other people first and foremost and we live in a society that tells us to do that as well we find that sometimes we might not be worthy of certain things of certain dreams right of certain ambitions whereas i would find men wouldn't have a problem with that and i think it has a lot to do with conditioning right societal conditioning family conditioning so it could be many things but i think that's that has to be at the top you are so right thank you so much for the answer we hear a lot of people also saying you can't save another person until you save yourself and that's the minimum and you first have to build yourself to build other people as well so this would bring us to our final question which is do you have a vision for how you would like to positively affect each person you come into contact with do i have a vision absolutely i always have a vision <laughs> <laughs> to positively impact other people i think naturally as a teacher educator that comes i don't know to me it comes natural because i'm always making sure that i'm role modeling you know the correct things because usually i'm around children and young people 
so there's that, but I think one of the greatest way we can impact other people positively is showing up unfiltered, showing up real and raw, being honest about your struggles and your wins and celebrating both. When I feel like we show up as our whole self with all our flaws, I think that's when we genuinely connect with people. And I think that's what inspires people the most. It's not the polished look. It's not the filtered self of your, you know, yourself that you put out there. It's your whole self. And I think that's what creates such a great impact on people's lives positively. Because then people can feel like they can relate to you and that you are human. And that you can achieve, I mean, they can achieve whatever you are achieving. And I think that's, that's beautiful in and of itself. It truly is beautiful. Also, when we are truly ourselves, we give other people the permission to be themselves as well. And that's, I think, what we all want to do. We want to be understood. We want to be ourselves and not be rejected. You said that a lot of women are stopping themselves and they don't, I think, allow themselves to be themselves or don't really know who they are. And have so many questions which they're looking to answer, this creates more and more doubts. But when we ourselves just show up as our authentic self, as you mentioned before, I think that's how we can definitely impact the people positively who we are in contact with. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, that's right. Thank you so much, Sister Iman. I was really excited about this podcast today. I was wanted to really speak to you and get some insight from your answers and you know I'm blown away as to you know that's just like the minimal reaction but all of the answers that you've given us will help us and I pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that these answers can help other women as well because like you said when women stop stopping themselves they are able to flourish and thrive and then that's when they become strong foundations within society And they just disregard all the conditioning that is out there. And then that's when they go down the path and the journey to become an entrepreneur, to gain any kind of success, any ambitions and dreams that they want to pursue. And I think what you've talked about here and what we've touched upon, a few aspects, they are so important in a woman's life. We truly, from the bottom of our heart, want to thank you so much for coming on to our podcast and giving us your knowledge that you have you really do inspire us and other women as well oh just you guys were very very amazing to be with it's such a pleasure of mine and i'm so excited for the work that you're doing your mission it's something that i think we truly need during this time especially with everything that's happening around the world which is amazing it's definitely inspiring keep up what you're doing guys and i'm so excited to even collaborate with you in the future anytime inshallah may Allah put barakah in everything that you're doing and jazakum Allah for having me Allahumma ameen I'm really really looking forward to that thank you so much jazakum Allah yalla assalamu alaikum wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu well there you go everyone we have had an amazing conversation with Iman and delved into some really insightful topics We thoroughly enjoyed this episode and we hope you did too. If you have any questions, feel free to contact us and make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. 
There you will be notified of the next episodes of our podcast where we have amazing conversations with guest speakers. Always remember that taking incremental steps leads to an increase in your overall growth and well-being. Keep taking these steps. May Allah bless you all. Amin.